everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Trauma Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Trauma Podcast is the podcast for the mothers in the trenches of motherhood. Today, we are going to continue our two-part series on your legal rights in the workplace when you are pregnant and breast are pregnant and breastfeeding. Um, we are going to talk about um, your rights when you come back to work um, to express breast milk and all of that stuff. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hey, Leah, would you like to introduce yourself to everybody? <laughs> sure, Melissa. Um, I'm a management side employment attorney, been practicing about eight years. Uh, help employers of, in all different industries, whether it's manufacturing, healthcare, Uh, schools, uh, retail establishments, help them navigate different workplace issues from accommodations to harassment, discrimination, workplace violence, pretty much anything that happens in the workplace and uh, life happens in the workplace, I I like to say. Yes, you do. And it does for sure. Um, So we get a lot of questions um, in the Facebook group um, about rights when women come back to work in terms of pumping and um, expressing breast milk and things like that and accommodations. Um, it's always very surprising to me to learn that a lot of people don't know exactly what their rights are. Uh, they don't really know what they're allowed to ask for, what they're not allowed to ask for. It's really sad to me when they're afraid to ask for anything because they're afraid they're going to lose their job. Um, it's all just really, really hard because I think ultimately everything that we talk about this week as well as last week really comes down to hope- hoping that employers are just good human beings. Um, but sometimes from the stories I have heard from you, um, people sometimes choose profit over their actual people. So today we wanted to kind of educate you all a little bit on what you're, what you can ask for, what is required by an employer to provide for you when you come back to the workplace um, after you have a baby. Um, and hopefully Leah will share some stories with us as well, um, make you a little bit less awkward to ask for, you know, what, what you need. Um, so yeah. give us kind of an overview. I know the new Pump Act has not gone into effect yet. That's going to go in, right? It's no, the go Pump into- Act did go into okay. effect in December. Okay. So mm-hmm. the Pump Act is in effect now. Sure. So are we, so we're talking lactation. We're going to, um, we're going to talk lactation. And I know you have, <laughs> I know you have some terms for us that you, that you have learned. No, I threw them out in podcast one. Okay. Go back and listen to part one uh, <laughs> for these terms. Um all right. So in terms of nursing, mm-hmm. um, an employer is required to provide uh, reasonable break time to employees to express milk as well as a reasonable, loca- a reasonable location that's okay. shielded from view and free from intrus- intrusion. So a locked door. Uh, arguably. I mean, but the, the law says, I mean, in, in terms of certain guidance, a locked door or even a sign like a stop go type sign. If that's going to be create free from intrusion, I would say it's really not that burdensome to put a lock on a door. Um, Okay, so what else? So it has to be a room that nobody else can come into. Correct. And now this is more recent. I mean, in in 2010, basically the wage and hour law, the Fair Labor Standards Act was amended to say that employees who were entitled to overtime, so think these are more your hourly employees, mm-hmm. that they were entitled to break times. So the reason that the, the it was called 
uh, break times for nursing mothers, essentially, it came about in a wage and hour law, which is really a weird place to find it. Mm -hmm. But it was because it was really all about the break time. Okay. Um, And it's basically said that these employees were entitled to the same thing. Reasonable break time to express milk when needed. Paid Um, breaks? Not necessarily. Okay. We'll certainly talk about that. Um, And that... um, they were entitled to a certain location. It was, you just mentioned the pump law, which mm-hmm. was passed this past year. And this just recently expanded it to all employees. So, reg- so for a really long time, and this was something that was questioned all the time in our group and people didn't understand because we celebrated it when the pump act was passed and people were like, you're wrong. You know, those rights have been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to explain to people that a lot of your salaried um, employees throughout the country were not given those same rights like there were a lot of teachers and nurses who were like we're not allowed like i i don't have the time like i'm not given the time to go pump absolutely um and i feel like that just kind of like slipped in um mm-hmm. and wasn't even discussed i feel like and i, and I think from i think it was inadvertently mm-hmm. uh and it was an inadvertent mistake by congress because they added it into that sort of break that that overtime section of the fair labor standards mm-hmm. act um i do think most employers once they got into compliance with that, many employers went ahead and created nursing rooms mm-hmm. and uh, they opened it up to all employees. And so in effect, I think it did impact. It had a greater impact than really all that was required under the law. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, yeah, from terms of what was actually required. what No, that w- we were only got teeth added to that law recently. So. I've recently had a baby, let's just say hypothetically, and I'm coming back to work. I should have like are there are there rules for companies who are not required to offer the space to women? Meaning, Meaning are there exceptions? Are to there the exceptions? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, that was not <laughs> that was not legalish enough for Leah. <laughs> um, absolutely. So I mean, now uh, the law would apply to all employers, but you can arguably say if it's an undue hardship. Mm-hmm. and you have less than 50 employees mm-hmm. um, that you could escape compliance. It also doesn't apply to like airline workers. Okay. Now that's going to come come into place. I think that's phased in to happen maybe 2025, 2026. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, so there are exceptions. I would say I've never actually in effect seen someone rely on those exceptions because it's really not that hard to comply with this law. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you think about it, so giving someone um, – how long would a woman on average need to express milk during the workday? Let's say eight hour workday. How long does a woman need to express milk? Three 30 minute breaks. I would say 30 minutes, 30 to, I mean, it's really the problem. And this is what happens so much in these conversations is that it's a biological process. Mm -hmm. So you actually have to let down. So, your milk has to let down and it has to the oxytocin has to happen it's this whole like biological process let down meaning meaning that the milk has to like hormones have to interact with one another um to come together to make the actual milk come out of the breast you can't just put a breast milk you press breast pump on your breast and expect milk to come out whether there's milk in your breast or not Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, how, so how do you know? So, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. So, like, to put this all in like the legal world, which we always look, kind of laugh about, it's it takes something that is a biological process and it tries to put it inside of a box, which is a little bit harder to do, um, because for some women, 
you know, they only want to pump once a day because their kid's six months old and they had enough leave to go back then. I mean, some women literally need to pump every two hours because that's how their body reacts to it. And you get into all of these like really difficult things to navigate. You have, you know, children who can't take formula or you have a woman who literally is an overproducer and needs to be on the pump every two hours or they'll get mastitis, which literally can lead to death if it's not treated. So, I mean, there's all different sorts of like things that can happen in the process. Um, We'll see. And people like you are not making these laws. Oh, I know. I think that's the problem. Right. And people and many employers are not run by latched mama. Yeah. And that's the problem. Um, And so, yeah, the law, it, it's very basic. It says provide reasonable break time. Okay. Now, what is reasonable? That's if there's no limit on that. Not 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So it's subjective. It, it is. It, it, absolutely. What is reasonable? It's going to be a case by case situation. Basically, what does the employee do? Let's talk about the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, but also talking about the biological elements associated mm-hmm. with, with this as mm-hmm. well. I think that has to be factored into the equation. Um, an employer has to provide a certain location. It cannot be a bathroom. Okay. Um, it has to be free from intrusion, like I mentioned. And an employer only has to do it for up to a year after the child's uh, birth, which I recently found out. A colleague of mine was saying that uh, many women are now breastfeeding until two years. Well, what's interesting is the APA came out and said, hey, you should breastfeed your babies or you should the baby should be provided breast milk for two years. But then you have a law that says, hey, we're only going to give you the right to do it in the workplace for the first you know, year. Yeah. So it's just it's so contradictory. And it's like, what direction do you go? And are we being seen? And it's just this whole big process of, you know, let's not tell these women by this association of pediatrics, like because everybody wants what's best for their kids. Mm-hmm. So if a doctor says, hey whole doctor organization says hey we really think that you should be doing this for two years right. but then the laws say but hold on we're only going to give you time to do it for at work for a year you start this like shame spiral that's like already part of motherhood to begin with mm. and it just turns into this whole this yeah. whole big thing i mean the laws are not catching up to science quick enough yeah or medical advice i guess is what the issue is so it's just it's it's fascinating to me so so reasonable break time. Yeah. Um, and what I what I would love to stress from kind of the employer side of this, and this is not the legal side of this, is just because somebody has done something before when you come back. So let's say Sally came back to work and she only needed to nurse twice a day or she only needed to breastfeed twice a day. And she was happy with the accommodations. But you come back and you're like, you know what? It would be really nice if there was a mini fridge in here. Or it would be really nice if I could take, you know, five breaks but have them be shorter or Mm -hmm. this is what I need blah 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 don't be afraid to have that conversation with your employer I don't know what you can tell me from like a legal side if they can if you can ask for an accommodation and they can fire you for rocking the boat Um, but that is what we see all the time in the group is that people are so afraid to even ask for what they need because they're so afraid to lose their job but they have some protection correct absolutely they should you should not be afraid to lose your job um, every empl- these laws also have anti-retaliation protections, which means you cannot be retaliated against, demoted because you ask for essentially the opportunity to breastfeed or to express milk in, in the workplace. Um, 
and I should we could talk about sort of breastfeeding versus versus expressing milk. The law does not say that you have a right to quote bring your baby into the mm -hmm. workplace um, to actually breastfeed. No, the law says you have a right to express milk. So again, maybe, I mean, are there different benefits to actually breastfeeding versus a bo bottle? Well, I mean, there's some babies who aren't going to take a bottle, mm -hmm. you know. I actually had this come up. Really? Yeah. So had a client, um, they ran, they kind of had like an event space mm -hmm. and they had an employee who gave tours of the event space. So imagine a couple wants to come in and have a wedding. So mm -hmm. we want to see this, this event space. Um, the employee uh, had a baby. The baby was not, uh, refuse, was refusing a bottle mm -hmm. and... Um, the employee also at the same time was suffering some postpartum depression. So you had that sort of mm -hmm. element of yeah. a medical like condition. Not wanting to be away from their baby probably too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was, I mean, I think part of it was, if I remember correctly, the employee was stressed out about the baby not taking a mm -hmm. bottle because yep. this mom is coming back to work mm -hmm. after taking some time off and leaving her baby in the hands of, I think it might've been the grandmother mm -hmm. um, during mm -hmm. the workday. Yeah, so this is a very typical situation. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and so she, basically came to the employer and said mm -hmm. um can i ask can i have you know 45 minutes to go home a couple times a day and uh nurse mm -hmm. well wh whether that's a reasonable break mm -hmm. time i mean that was kind of hard to factor in and the it's employer, a lot of time yeah and the law again the law doesn't say an employer has to give her that mm -hmm. um but there were a couple of factors. I think the medical condition also mm -hmm. played into it, but we ultimately worked out a scenario where the, because from an operational standpoint, mm -hmm. they couldn't just stop tours. Yep. They had tours scheduled at certain times a day. They tried to modify the schedule a little bit, but they ultimately said, look, you know, just exp giving her the, the baseline of the law, which was, Hey, you mm -hmm. can go into this room and express milk on these, yeah. you know, these, uh, -huh. uh during this time that that wasn't going to work for her situation. So they ultimately worked out a way where to keep her break time about the same, mm -hmm. but the grandmother brought the baby it's to awesome. the workplace, which yeah. again, it's I love not, a happy ending. Yeah. It's not required. And then she also, they also worked on accommodations in terms of providing counseling. Yeah. Um, I think lactation, support and counseling yeah. as well and we talked about that on the last podcast and we're gonna step away really quickly from lactation because i think it is just such an important thing to double down on can you talk a little bit about some of the ada stuff that can kick in after you have the baby so like if you are going back to work you have postpartum depression postpartum anxiety mm -hmm. you can ask for accommodations i mean you yes. can potentially meet with your employer and say hey you know while I've been on maternity leave you know I've been really anxious I've been working with a therapist I would really like to have an extended lunch break once a week or take an hour mm -hmm. you know once a week to you know do some online therapy or whatever like you can ask that question absolutely and yeah. you have a legal right hopefully for that accommodation right and you would have rights to be accommodated mm -hmm. uh again it's a reasonable accommodation so what does that entail it's an interactive process it's back and forth it's case by case it's subjective um a little bit objective too but i mean you 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 have that right and you also have anti-retaliation protections so you have a right to go ahead and ask for that accommodation and not be worried about losing your job and i mean and the same is true in the lactation context too i mean i think um you know if an employee uh, needs certain time to mm -hmm. express milk and 
Um, I've got, I'll give you another example. So employee was a bus driver Mm -hmm. for a college campus Mm -hmm. and she needed uh, the, actually the employer found out that she was, uh, using a handheld breast pump to Mm -hmm. pump while driving. So not even an automatic breast pump, just a no, uh, no. Okay. Electronic. Maybe okay. I've got it wrong. Darn. See, I should have done better Googling. No, but uh, I'm trying to remember the scenario from about a year ago. So she needed, she, the employer found out that she was just went ahead and, d- and did this because okay. in her defense, she was fearful that I'm coming back to work. Yep. She didn't know what her rights were. Mm-hmm. And so she was pumping and driving. The she was pumping and, and driving, driving bus. a bus for okay. of college kids. Okay. And which it, is really not that abnormal, like pumping and driving done it multiple times but it's fine is Go it ahead. do you advocate for that on the podcast um i don't i mean i'm not advocating for pumping and driving i think pumping and driving done correctly like my best friend from college would pump on her commute every day and that was just when she found the time to pump. is it safe like describe to me what's happening in this um i mean there's hands-free pumps now mm-hmm. so i don't understand any reason why you wouldn't be able to hands-free pump and drive um, I mean, the only thing that I really could think of is like a cord getting in the way while mm-hmm. you're driving. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know if there were like, Safe. like, like safety laws against it. I, I mean, can't imagine no, there would be. I, I mean, can tell maybe, you there's no like expressly written safety law against it, but I can I mean, tell nothing's you, happening. I mean, you, you're a little blissed out. I mean, so you're what a happened, little like. So, okay. You're driving down the highway. Uh-huh. And now this is what I do with my clients. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Absolutely. Because you have to learn all of these certain things especially not being Absolutely. a mom and not doing it before and, yeah and also you know employees should know that you also have a right to work with your med- bring your medical provider into the situation yeah. too you know don't hesitate to get your medical provider on board if you need some kind of reasonable accommodation yeah. to also work with the employer and educate the employer because yeah. you might have an employer like me who's sitting here saying what is a hands-free device and how does yeah. that how is that not dangerous i mean when when so the bottles are full can they okay. fall off? Can they? I no, mean, what, I mean, they're they're screwed on to the bottom of okay. the flanges is what they're called, <laughs> which is what goes like over your nipples. Um, I mean, the o- only thing that I can truly think about, I mean, maybe if the pump stopped and the piece fell off and you went to look for it, you could crash. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine that it's really <clears throat> that unsafe i mean there's a bunch of oxytocin flowing Mm -hmm. so you're kind of probably a little bit sleepier but i mean is that bus driver allowed to smoke weed at work and drive (laughs) a bus yeah i mean whoa she threw a wrench in this hypo (laughs) i mean we can we can go back and forth i mean if that's allowed in the workplace i can't imagine pumping is not yeah so so in this case the employer called they said should we write her up because mm-hmm. they got it they got a complaint from yeah. someone on the bus who okay. was kind of i guess concerned about maybe safety but also okay. like just the awkwardness this person this individual okay. felt i can't remember exactly what the of somebody said. doing what their body naturally needed to do to feed their offspring yeah if you say if you put it like that okay yeah, just, so just letting you know that's okay why, that's why you never want melissa on your jury um <laughs> You have to you have to come for these scenarios. You have to come out of the context of latched mom. I, I, I mean, I, I get it. But you are but not here's the, the deal. I, I will go double down with you on the fact that there could be a safety aspect there. A okay. tiny one. Yeah. But I'm not going to double down on the fact that somebody should be written up for somebody else feeling awkward and about somebody pumping on a bus. No. And, and we won't. Let's ignore the awkward okay. aspect. Right. So it comes to the employer. Um, yes. I think we have to consider there could be a safety concern. Okay. Um, because you know, you're multitasking while yeah. you're driving 
other people. Absolutely. I get it. And it, okay. and, right. And you could, you've got kids on this bus. Yeah. And employer, I got it. Yeah. yeah. And there's a negligence concern. Okay. Okay. All right. We're good. I'm, we're I'm on, on board. The same term. We're so on board. what was the said solution okay. here? So uh, you cannot, the, uh, we had to advise this client, look, you can't write this employee up because again, mm-hmm. First off, this employee doesn't even know their rights, that they're entitled to an opportunity, reasonable break time to express milk. Because they haven't disclosed the rights to said employee. Yeah, this or is, is, it, is it the employer's responsibility to make sure the employee knows their rights? Generally speaking, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and, and I mean, from a federal standpoint, I mean, it's usually you're going to see it in your employee handbook mm-hmm. or maybe on some kind of intranet site. Um, if you don't see that, certainly ask your employer. Um, but uh, and in some states, you're actually... the once an employer is aware that an employee is pregnant, the employer is supposed to give a notice to the employee of their rights. Um, but that's not all states. So yeah, so I mean, you've got that anti-retaliation mm-hmm. protection. So in this case, this employee was not abusing the system. They're trying to work. I mean, yeah. she was, there was no bad bone in her body. She's trying to work. And she was like, how can I meet the needs uh-huh. of my child mm-hmm. and get my job done and get a paycheck? And mm-hmm. part of that, and so there, there's absolutely, you, writing her up would not make sense. Then the question was, well, can we can't just stop the bus route for mm-hmm. her to take a break? Yeah. Because, I mean, you've got that. How many people does that impact on campus? They're going to class. Mm-hmm. We can't change the bus routes. So then really the, the, the question was, OK, can we transfer her to another position? They did have another sort of dispatch position, but it was a lesser wage. So then the question was, can we put her in there and what the reduced wage? What do you think? I say no. I say if you put her in that position, you have to pay her the current rate wage that she was being paid as a bus driver. Absolutely. Yeah. That goes to sort of that, I mean, anti-retaliation. So that would ar- arguably be a demotion. So yeah. retaliation doesn't just protect you. Because you can't from- demote somebody for wanting to express breast milk when you can't provide them with the law states, which is mm-hmm. a break. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and she could get certain breaks. I mean, I mean, that was part of this back and forth with the client, right? Is, okay, well, does she really not take a break for eight hours? Like when does she use the restroom or something like that? And so, um, we ultimately worked out sort of a, I think it was like she worked a four hour shift driving the bus. And then Mm -hmm. at that point she did four hours of dispatch. Um, and she was able to use their, uh, a particular Mm -hmm. room, you know, to, to nurse. Was she happy with that? Um, you know, I, I'm not usually privy to whether to or not what the happened. employee is oh, happy. Oh, that's sad. You don't get, you, that, don't get the end, sad, uh, yeah. you don't get the end of the story. I mean, I think, you know, from these accommodations, I mean, they're temporary in nature. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, I mean, up to a year. Yeah. So. I mean, I think the moral of the story is to A, know that you have rights mm-hmm. and B, to advocate for yourself, which is so hard in that postpartum period, especially when you're like trying to navigate your relationship with your baby and how you're feeling and how you're kind of a new person. And are you, are you going to be seen the same way at work if you mm-hmm. ask for these things? And, you know, coming from an employer standpoint, and I know you keep saying that I'm latch mama. So I come from like this completely like different place, but like, know that you're a freaking badass. Like when you go back to work after you've just had a baby and you're willing to try and find the time to feed said baby by pumping and still do your job, like that's a badass move in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, and you know, use that voice and use that to, to ask and advocate for what you want. And like I said, yeah. if somebody before you needed something different, that doesn't mean that your needs aren't, aren't important as and, well. And address what you in- inherently feel is wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I, yeah. you know, I mean, um, because I think oftentimes it's, 
it can be an ignorant manager who just doesn't know what rights you're entitled to. Mm -hmm. And so you might have to have that uncomfortable conversation. I had a, a client call and they had an employee who a female employee complained because her manager was timing her for how long she was using or she was nursing during her breaks. So she was pumping and and the was manager was timing her and saying, oh, that was 18 minutes. Oh, that was 22 minutes. Hey, you, you know, 20 minute break. Like, hey, you and you look shocked right now. I, I'm sh I'm shocked just because we go backwards to that biological process of some days like it's not going to work as fast. But the law doesn't say you're entitled to a break time as long as your biological process needs. The law says you're just entitled to a reasonable but break time. But who is deciding what is reasonable? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's a difficult situation. It's got to be. So this employer decided that it was a 20 minute break. Yeah. Well, OK. So uh, generally speaking, breaks under 20 minutes are paid. And okay. in this case, the employer provided two 20 minute breaks throughout the day that the were paid. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, now you go beyond that. We're we're yeah. getting into other scenarios, but it, the the issue that this employee had, she was like, "Look, I'll get it done in twenty minutes." Can That's I just comment really fast too sure. on the whole another aspect of this law that like really isn't taken in consideration? Because if you're literally saying to me you have to pump in twenty minutes. Like, who's washing those pump parts? When are those pump parts getting washed? I guess they're getting washed at home. I don't know. I've never had to pump on a schedule like that. But just the idea to know that you're on the clock, if you were to study the biological process at all, it's kind of like if you think about birth, all the studies have been said that like the oxytocin and all the different hormones that come in with the bright lights and in a clinical setting and in a hospital, or if you start labor at home and it's going really well, and then you transfer to a hospital, all of the biological processes stop because stress and your flight response kicks in. It's like why, um, you watch animals in the wild and they're in labor and then all of a sudden like a lion comes and they're able to stop having their baby until mm -hmm. they're safe again. Same type of thing. So if you tell a woman, Hey, you've got 20, you've got 20 minutes and I'm timing you. She's not going to be able to express breast milk. Yeah. I, no, I, I guess her cortisol levels would spike where yeah. absolutely no. And, and I, and again, the law doesn't say exactly 20 minutes. It says reasonable break time. So if okay. that's happening to you, I would bring, bring that forward. And this employee did. And in fact, she compared it to the fact that, uh, the manager was not timing a male employee, a co co-worker of hers, mm -hmm. who was taking more than 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. To poop. To poop. To poop. To poop. Right? So she is being held to a different standard at that point. Oh I'd say God, makes arguably. Me so angry. She Arguably, she has some kind of, you know, discrimination claim, right? We're both taking. I mean, if at that point, if you can point to another employee mm -hmm. in your workplace who's taking longer than a 20 minute break. Yep. Um, to go to the bathroom. Is there is there a poop protection? There's is there I poop mean, protection if you by had the law? Some kind of like, like medical you know, IBS or something. Do like an interactive yeah. process on that to right. figure out how many how often <laughs> you need to you need to use the restroom. How often do you talk about poop in your so, podcast? Because so what like happened? So she put in a complaint, and then you you were on the employment the employer side. side, right? Helping the employer navigate this situation. Did you just have to talk to some stupid man and just say like, dude, what you're doing is ridiculous right now. I mean, I've heard you have these conversations with people where you're just like, dude, I'm not like, easy on my clients. No, I will tell you that. But um, no, generally speaking, I think the client was more concerned. Oh my gosh, is she going to file a lawsuit? Like, what are we doing? Yes, wrong? Can we time her? I'm just, Whoa, Melissa. I understand, <laughs> but like we don't need to be timing. We don't need to Why be timing. Why don't we try to get people into compliance? I understand. I'm not it. saying okay. that. I'm just like. Yeah. I mean, talk about the stress of that. Um, okay. So yeah, in this case, we're working it out. I mean, it's I, I, you have to ask questions back mm -hmm. and say, okay, 
is it really an unreasonable break time to take 30 minutes or 35 minutes for yeah. her if she needs additional time mm-hmm. when you've got this guy over here pooping for 30 minutes? Right. I think that ar- arguably then at that point, what is reasonable in that workplace would be whatever time he's allowed to go take to poop. So, yeah, you know, and, and the other part of this, too, is, you know, even if um, let's let's say that you give her let's say you try to work it out. You give her um, four 40 minute breaks, um, yeah. you know, which is a fair amount of time dr- mm-hmm. during the workday. Yep. So at that point, the employer is like, OK, from a hardship standpoint. Mm-hmm oh gosh like these last two breaks i we just can't make them paid i mean the employee has to be completely relieved of duty so i think department of labor gives an example where a school teacher is uh nursing and she starts pumping pumping, i mean she starts grading papers Mm -hmm. while um, pumping yeah so you know that's not relieved of duty that's compensable time at that point okay so you know i think my my takeaway is you know in these types of situations employees really have some leeway but you've got to be comfortable going to the employer and saying you know and if you get if you get stopped at like Mm -hmm. your immediate manager level Mm -hmm. go to the next level keep pushing it because like you said i i mean that situation has not come up yet about having to clean the devices yeah so what is paid and what is not paid what is the law state in terms of these breaks being paid yeah and that's a good question so generally speaking from a wage and hour standpoint the breaks under 20 minutes are considered paid okay 30 minutes and more you're talking you know lunch generally speaking lunch break can be unpaid but you'd really have to be totally relieved of duty and i think that's that's hard because people are often depending on what you do i mean or you're doing something while you're pumping. absolutely you're sitting there and you're pumping and you're checking your email yeah so i mean again these laws are temporary I mean, they they're in place for a temporary period of time for uh, they provide those protections temporarily. Sorry. So, you know, I would say my general advice to employers Mm -hmm. is it's all paid. Yeah. So pay it. Get through that first year or however long question though does anybody ever like just say they're pumping for that first year and go take those (laughs) breaks in a way I mean I would assume that people do so it's funny you say that because this is actually not from a client but a friend of mine uh was complaining to me because she was like Leah I need to know the laws around this and I was like are you are you pregnant like oh my gosh is this your way of telling me you're pregnant like this is how my friends advise me she was like no but like all the women in my workplace, they've just like commandeered the break room and they watch they watch like some kind of soap opera at a certain period of time and they're all claiming they're nursing in there and I feel excluded. <laughs> and I was like I was like, Oh man, um well no, yeah, you Are they really pumping or they're just using Yeah, and that that's the idea that like I think you hear these stories of people sort of abusing the system yeah. and that those stories can It's ruin gonna it happen with literally every single workplace rule and law and accommodation like you've got to hope that the people who need it use it and Mm -hmm. the rest of it is just kind of I feel like a cost of doing business sometimes you know you just try and do the right thing and and keep moving forward cool thank you you're welcome thanks for being here Leah (laughs) if you guys have any other uh questions regarding um I don't know employment and rights and all that stuff send us an email um we'd love to have Leah back maybe we'll see maybe (laughs) 